my notes don't make any sense to anyone. Not Probably not even me. <laughs> Miranda sweatpants cookies. I like it. I like it. Guys, welcome to <laughs> welcome. the Carry On Sex in the City podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alec Wells. I'm your other host, Kat Knipe, and with us tonight is the one, uh, the only... Daniel Montgomery. Hey, We're guys. We're so glad to have you here this season. We're so glad I'm to have so you honored. back. I'm so honored. Because this is your second episode. Yes, and we love having you. I've got a lot to say this is, by the way, this is, this is episode six, Secret Sex. It's a very, it's a very alliterative, no, is that right? Alliterative? I don't, I don't know. S's right. are, S's are consonants, so is that, that is alliteration, so it's an alliterative episode. If alliterative, if alliterative isn't a word, I gosh, I hope it is. I really hope it I'll is. I'll be a monkey's uncle. I want to say this, first of all, announcement everyone, We've got a new tradition here at Carry On, colon, the Sex in the City podcast, which is having a cosmopolitan before we engage in the podcast. I How was it. your cosmo? I'm still sipping thing. on mine. I'm still sipping on mine, we're still, too. We're still sipping. And zipping. are you enjoying it? It's just, I don't know why we ever stopped drinking these. Because everybody started. <laughs> Made by the lovely and talented Catherine Knight. Well, I did my best. Thank you so much. And thanks to BevMo, our unofficial sponsor. <laughs> Who brought us the triple sec, the yeah. vodka, and the shaker. And the lime it. juice. Yes. Oh. Let's oh. The, our, the shaker we got is ridiculous. It's it's plastic, and it has four different recipes for four drinks I'll never make. Not like ever. Like sex on the beach. Oh. But we couldn't find a cheap enough metal shaker, so yeah, we're that's fair. it for now. Listen, we're fabulous, but we're frugal. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is who we are. Okay, so today, tonight, we are talking about episode six, Secret Sex, which aired July 12th, 1998. It was really difficult for me to take notes on this episode because, dare I say, for the first time since we've started this podcast, I genuinely enjoyed this episode and mm. felt like it was on par with classic Sex in the City. Oh, bless the Lord. We are like not that. in season one-itis in this episode. I was, about to, I was afraid you were going to say any more, and I was like, oh no, you've still got some one, season one I'm sure we're going to have some more fits and fumbles along the way, but this was really well done. It was a really yeah. good episode, and you know what? It will become part of my repertoire from now on. What? Of an episode that I want to watch again. Whoa. Yeah. I never thought I'd hear you say that about a season one. Yeah, so just let's quickly talk about the plot so, of the well, episode. Well, let me just, just set up a couple more up. things. Sure. Um, this episode was, again, written by Darren Starr. Um, just FY, FYI. Uh, first episode to be directed by a man, oh, Michael Fields. Hmm. Michael Fields directed this, um, and I noticed on IMDb, he also directed two episodes of The Carrie Diaries. Oh. Which I think is pretty cute. They, I think that's they, cute. Yeah, I think that's adorable. That's what I think. Um, so, Alec, you want to set us up? What's this episode about? What's Carrie's arc in this episode? Sure. So this episode, very cleverly, is about secret sex. The idea being that sometimes 
we have sex with people that we don't necessarily want to introduce to our friends or our close ones because maybe it's people who we think are below our league. Not only sex, but great sex. Like yes. we're having great sex with these people who we are embarrassed for other people to know we're having great sex with. That's Which in some ways right. it's like maybe the sex is great because we can't introduce our friends because it's a secret. It's kind of a chicken egg thing. So maybe. So just so, I'm just gonna set this just up a me? little bit okay. so that we can sure. just <laughs> Shmuel. I can't. I, I couldn't help but think of Harry when you said that, but that's getting. <gasps> se- you know, oh, you ugly that. sex is hot. Ugly, ugly sex is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's seasons away. Seasons yeah. we away. We got seasons to go. Mm-hmm. So this episode marks Carrie's first date with Big, and this is a little bit just setting up the plot of the episode. So she goes out on a date with Big. First real date. Wearing that dress. Yes. And might I note, I can't take credit for this because I saw it on IMDb Trivia. Do you notice when she comes out of her apartment to meet him at the limo that she's walking out of like a, like a high rise? It's not her brownstone. It's oh, not? wow. I, I did totally notice that. And I would never have noticed it, but IMDb pointed it out to me. I read it before we watched the episode. I wonder why. I don't know. I mean, it's it doesn't just, happen I very much. I not help but wonder. <laughs> um, wait, let's, so, before before she comes down to meet him, let's yeah. talk about how she's... Let's talk she's, about her photo shoot, please. Let's talk about the photo shoot. Two weeks ago, I had my picture taken. It was a promotional photo for my column, scheduled to run on the side of a bus. So this... That's how the episode opens, Here's what actually. I love about this. Here's what I love about that thing that happens when you don't watch a TV show when it airs and you you miss an episode early on. I love that there's this piece of Sex in the City mythology that I had no idea existed. I didn't know. You mean that, about the bus? Yeah. Like how it's I part mean, of the credits, but you didn't know. Because the bus is part that. of the credits. It's, you know, it's iconic. And mm-hmm. I had no idea that they actually address it on the oh show. Oh my God. So that was total candy for I me love to that. see Carrie participate in the photo shoot that ends up on the bus. I really like that too. And it made me think of how in the first, I know we're, I'm getting way ahead of myself, but That's okay. the first movie, how she, you know, when she does the Vogue <gasps> photo shoot, yes. and they, those photos were actually in Vogue. Yes. yes. I just love that. I it's love so it. so well done. Although I have to say that I have a, um, I ironically love photo shoots in movies and TV shows mm-hmm. because they just feel so fake. Oh um, my god. Well, and think about like that grainy like the zoom, the the weird like whoa camera. I don't have the technical verbiage to describe it. It's yes. like 1998 you know I mean? MTV It's like canted angles like it's 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 like okay, son- sonorously or or in some some audio wise like I'm doing what it does visually. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the camera yeah. does. Well, it's I, could, I think it's supposed to I be like, we're really right free now. balling here right, right. now. Like, I liked it. <laughs> I, oh, no. no I I'm like not saying I didn't like it. No, it's just preposterous. <laughs> um, um, but it, So it was great to see the photo shoot. She's and rolling around on a bed I thought in that she naked looked great. dress. I literally, yes. in my notes, I wrote down, serve it? Serve it. Like, serve it, yeah. SJP. No, serve yeah, it up. Serve it. She knows how to vamp. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so I was totally dress. served. What, Alec, what do you think about you that dress? Served. You got served. Alec, dress. That... Go on. The naked dress. Here's the... It's this nude, practically not their dress. Yeah, Let's... the shoulder straps are not even spaghetti no. straps. Let's no. talk String. a little bit of... Shoestrings. Let's talk a little armchair psychology in terms of what this dress is and uh-huh. why it's important to both the female and the male. There's a really great scientific study that was done of women in bikinis 
and they took pictures of women in bikinis and replaced the area of the bikini with circles. So it looked as though the woman was nude because the circles completely covered up the cloth. Uh-huh. And for some reason, that became more provocative and sexual. And I think that that this Even dress, though it was showing no more skin than the cloth exactly. would have? Exactly. And sure. I think the fact that this was a flesh-colored yeah. dress, the color to me is very important. Because mm-hmm. I've seen skimpy dresses before, of course, but it was the color. So, so provocative and yet subtle in a way. Yeah, and it you ma- can see her nips a little. You can. It, ma- yeah. it, it makes me think of... Britney Spears in that VMA performance. Yeah. Oh my where God! She, you know she's not wearing less clothes than she normally would. That's right. But, but because, because it's it is nude, nude colored mm-hmm. with those sparkles, you're, it's mm-hmm. shocking. It is. In fact, know? she's actually wearing pants. Right? Yeah, she, she is. Wearing she's pants. wearing pants. And yeah. not a thong, but above the pants, uh, Britney Spears. We're still talking about. There were like strips of fabric over her hips that made it look like there Hinting. was a thong yeah. coming out of her pants, even though it was just part of the pants. I believe that's People called a whale tail. Nuts. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's called a whale tail. It is, it is. Yes. Um, um, so yes. The, I, but Alec, you still didn't tell me. What did you think of the dress? Oh, I'll be telling myself later. Oh! <laughs> that's, so, that's real sexy. I, and, okay, very Seinfeldian again. I love that they call it the naked dress. They like, do. There's something that they call it out. Charlotte does. But Charlotte calls it the naked dress. Alec, but without looking at your notes, what does Miranda call it? She calls it tits on toast. Good job! Right. It's tits on toast, baby, but you make it worse. <laughs> That's right, yeah, because it's very good. Episode six points for Alec. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of you saying that, Daniel, you pointed out before the episode that there was nudity in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out that I think that's the first time since episode one that there's been nudity on the show because oh. I've noticed was it just that butt? no, it was no. Lib- it was Libby B. Alex. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. her that's bosoms. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, I expected it to be more lascivious in the first couple episodes, but between episode one and now, there has been nary a boob. Not too much, except for like, we talked about the first episode, there was a silhouette, but it was full. And then the, um, Banksy, Barkley, the artist... Did we see showing, some boobs yeah, now? in his videos okay. of him taping those models, then. but not much, then. like a glimpse, yeah. not oh, like it would right. be in later seasons. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, so we see her photo shoot, and then we learn through the that she was kind of convinced ultimately to do the photo shoot, where which would the end game would be her being on the side of a bus. But she was kind of enticed with the idea that she'd get to keep this nude, this dress she loved so much. Mm-hmm. Um, which she's wearing and she's getting ready for her date with her friends at her apartment and then she leaves them all there at her apartment yeah (laughs) I thought okay so I'm not the only one that finds that weird well you know what if you think about last episode um, Miranda leaves to go with Skipper and they just stay there yeah, well, but that's this not Miranda's strange. apartment. Oh, I guess it wasn't. But, yeah, but I, I did, but she did leave an hour that, early because he got there early. And the point remains that they all stayed at Carrie's apartment after she left. And what are they yeah. gonna do there? Well, Hang out, eat cookies, yeah. eat the, the that biggest, was delicious strangest cookies. cookies. <laughs> they look like frisbees. I love that. So they, they obviously they're I trying wrote to give down in my notes cookies. They did <laughs> cookies. Charlotte has to bring it. No, I feel like in this episode. I just kept noticing business. Like, mm. everyone had so much business to do. And it's like, I love a magic... Because if you remember, when they're get, helping Carrie get ready for her date, 
Charlotte goes to the top of the fridge mm-hmm. to grab a plate of frisbee-sized cookies. Mm-hmm. Huge. So I love imagining mm-hmm. them figure large. blocking that scene and, and figuring out the choreography of like who's gonna go where, what what is the camera gonna do, what's everyone gonna be doing. They're like, okay, so we'll have Charlotte get the cookies. Are they gonna be on the counter? No. <laughs> They're going to be on the top of the refrigerator mm-hmm. yeah. because that's where people that's keep their cookies. They're cookies. cookies that are on a plate. That's where yeah. they have to be. Yeah. There I'm just saying. There can be no other place for them. Okay, so if I was Darren Starr after this episode, I would have shown them the scene with the cookies and the girls and I would say, these are the women of Sex and the City. This is how you write them. These are their points of view. Well, let's just say it. It's the naked dress. I mean, you're obviously going to have sex with him tonight. Come on, it's our first date. She's not going to have sex. She's just going to look like sex. That's right. I'm just the trailer. Please, if it happens, it happens. Wait a second. (laughs) I thought you were serious about this guy. You can't sleep with him on the first date. Oh, God. Here she goes again with the rules. The women who wrote that book, they wrote it because they couldn't get laid. So they constructed this whole bullshit theory to make women who can get laid feel bad. But if you're serious about a guy, then you have to keep him in a holding pattern for at least five days everyone was so strong in that scene i agree i but but yes i still don't it's well this is just first season itis here yeah but i I still don't feel like it's our samantha yet samantha here's what i'll say about samantha and charlotte to me both of them are severely underused as Mm -hmm. of now Mm -hmm. i mean why are we seeing more from that rando character guy than we are of Two of the leads of the ensemble. Yeah. That that is still yeah. Really Charlotte's strange still to me. like really on the sidelines. Yeah, but I but I even feel like with Samantha, she's a little more. I don't, I don't want to say preachy because yeah. she's it's she's she's just the same amount of sort of preachy, mm-hmm. but she's not as fun yet. I don't. feel I like. absolutely yes. agree with that. She's a little more proper in her points of view. It's mm-hmm. weird. Her point of view about yeah. You know, and and I want my Samantha. I, I want my Samantha. Agree with that. She played as a foil to Charlotte, but she didn't push Charlotte enough. She wasn't as vulgar enough. She wasn't. She didn't as seem to be having as, as much fun as yeah. I'm used to her having yeah. yet. Yeah. I know it's coming, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like I feel like it's our Miranda. I feel like it's our Carrie. Yep. And Charlotte's on her way, but I feel like Samantha's the furthest right now from mm-hmm. who we who we're gonna love. I, I agree, agree with, with you. Yeah. Absolutely. But, Samantha is the furthest. But they're getting there. They are. They're on their way to getting that Zaza Zoo. Yeah. Really and I mean, so, they're gonna get there. It's fine. I'm just noticing. I was like, well, that's... It's, it's not her voice yet. Yeah. Literally. No. no. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. You're right. Like well, the, the literal sound of her voice, but then also her metaphorical you think voice. You with, like, with Will and Grace, with ca- the character Karen. Yeah. For, you know, Megan Mullally, for the first season, you're like, Whose voice is that? Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen the first she, season. She doesn't like quite get into it. Yeah. What's the same sort of thing? It's which like is fine. That's up amazing. A notch, yeah, literally. No, it. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. I talk? Here's a stray observation yeah. about SJP. I am always charmed by her raised eyebrow. Her, <gasps> Me like, too. I thought it was Bond really charming. Especially she uses when, it so well. You know. None of us like. I think I can speak for us when I say this. None of us like when they speak to the camera. No, obviously, right? God, no. no. But she saved it a little bit for me this episode because yeah. of that raised eyebrow and a little bit of a smirk. It, yeah. If there's, if there are top like a top ten tier actors who can sell pretty much anything to me, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. Honestly, she's so good. Like I don't care how surreal it is. I don't care how weird it is. I don't care how weird the line is. And also. Except for this episode, like I even made a note and and I'm jumping ahead in the episode, but I just want to briefly mention, except for in this episode, I think Sarah Jessica Parker is one of the best 
at playing drunk that I've mm-hmm. ever seen because most people are really bad at it. In this episode, I thought she was terrible at it. We'll get to that later. I thought she did a terrible job. But usually, she's one of the best I've ever seen at like yes, being drunk that. but not playing drunk, I guess. All right, I want to rewind for a second. I want to get us back outside. Carrie's out there in the it's naked It's the first dress. real date. Big sees her for the first time. I could write a thesis on the thing that he says to her. Do you know what he says? Interesting dress. Meaning? interesting dress so let's talk about let's talk about that let's talk about the pros and cons of a line like that okay okay i i like to consider myself sensitive to the needs and wants of women for the Uh, most part hold on hold on (laughs) hold on there fella it's a bit of hubris you got going on there all i'm saying is i i wouldn't i get what big was saying in that moment, which is you are incredibly hot. I mean, I think that's his point of view that we later come to understand. Mm -hmm. But when a woman comes out, Carrie's very vulnerable in this moment. It's their first date. She's basically wearing nothing Yeah, if someone threw a snowball at her, she'd probably get injured. I mean, she's literally vulnerable. That dress is paper thin. And he says, interesting dress. Uh Uh-huh. There's so many ways to interpret (gasps) that. See, I think he's, and I'm such a big fan. Me too. So I'm always going to be on big side. I love big. I mean, almost always going to be on big side here. Um, So Why? Because Carrie acts batshit insane, which we'll get to later. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that. (laughs) But go on. So You're a big, big fan. I'm a big, big fan. Mm -hmm. I am. So my choice is to believe that... He's incredibly excited by this dress. Uh-huh. Obviously, yep. right? Yeah. So instead of saying something, um, I don't know. And he's, Uncouth? Yes. Th- good choice. Or trite. Yes. Uh-huh. He chooses to say something a little vague and... and but coy. But yeah, a, a little coy. So he doesn't have but to be so direct. But not disrespectful. Yes, exactly. Not disrespectful. He's class and all the way. Always class. You so might when, say that's the perfect thing for Big to say. I might say it. Yeah. So when You he, might say so it. So when he repeats it a second time, it just affirms that... Yeah. I think that it's a positive thing mm-hmm. and that he's saying that... When I heard interesting, I heard interested. Uh-huh. Oh, so and also, clearly interested. <laughs> playing their playing their classic roles, Carrie and Big, he says interesting dress. And Carrie tries to get a rise out of him and tries to create drama where there isn't Is n- any where drama. There isn't any. She says, What do you mean by that? And he just immediately cluing into like, oh, she's trying to goad me somehow. He just says, interesting dress. And that's exactly what he means. And the thing is, so often, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Big, he obviously he has emotional intimacy issues. Like, and we see that play out and we see him like not give in when he should to like truly loving Carrie as much as he really does. But I think he doesn't play games and Carrie is trying right. to get him to play a game. And he never, and he, he never says, gives into that kind of yeah. thing, but he also does. He never disrespects her. Yeah, that's right. That is true. That's right. So, okay. So he doesn't like give in to that sort of need to like, he, he doesn't do anything to be like, no, calm down. No. He just mm-hmm. simply repeats himself and then everything's fine. Everything's yes. fine. They get in the limo. They get in the oh. limo. They cannot keep their hands Sorry, off each other. Sorry. They can't. They go immediately, immediately to sex. And they, by the way, later on, um, I love this because I'm thinking of, I want to say it's like a season five. I know it's a season five because it's, 
It's Carrie and the girls having lunch in the meatpacking district after Samantha's moved into her new apartment. And they're having this conversation where Carrie's getting ready to go on her first date with Burger. And she's Mm -hmm. like, so excited. And Charlotte is spinning all her urban dating myths Mm -hmm. about like all these, oh, well, I knew this girl who knows this girl who like this guy actually left his wife for her and now they're happy. And Miranda's like, that never happened. But like they're, they're talking about these urban dating myths. Carrie... I for, I didn't even, it just registered. I've seen this episode a couple times. She has sex on the first date. And I mean, after a bunch of shit and like different other people, they ultimately like yeah. wind up together forever. She's an urban myth and shouldn't Spoiler she alert. be? Shouldn't she be? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So she, she screws myth, big. Right. Um, let's take a, let's take a break and go to Miranda's storyline. Okay. Which is, um, I, I, I think I wrote down kickboxing on a soundstage. So I, I, I mean, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying that, first of all. I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, you did. When we, we see Miranda kickboxing, because of course that's yeah. some sort of weird yes. sweaty thing that yes. Miranda's going to do. <laughs> She's always, they always have her sweaty. She's yeah. all, she, you know, I... I I thought it was hilarious because it's just, I mean, of course she's going to be kickboxing and yeah. of course she's going to kick that bag in some guy's face and of course he's going to think she's sexy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're yep. absolutely right. It's just yeah. going to happen. He's going to find like her charming. Put, the, yeah. Put Miranda in some sweaty workout clothes and people come flocking. Yes. But I'm not no, wrong. They're on a soundstage. True. It's, yeah, a, no, it's uh, all no white walls. They're, she's either having a dream or they're on a soundstage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kickboxing. <laughs> that, that couldn't look less like a gym. I want to say it's two not. things. One, I feel like in the writer's room, they were constantly asking, can we give Miranda a penis? And Darren Star just kept saying, no, no but can't. let's make her as masculine as <laughs> yeah. possible. And the oh. second thing is, I'm so fucking glad this is not a schooner episode. <gasps> no spooter! I guess Skipper fell off the face of the earth, and I'm fine with I'm that. Oh, totally sweetie, fine with that. I'm going to let and you actually, believe that for a actually, while. Actually, where did he go? Because yeah. if I remember last time, we had Skipper in... Um, in Carrie's apartment. That's right. Remember Carrie just mm-hmm. walking around in her bra with her guy because pals. Because she knows yeah. Skipper that well. <laughs> and he's saying he can't like take his hand, he like can't stop having sex with her. Yeah. And I believe that's where we leave Skipper, right? Yeah. So we're, I'm, again, I'm fine with him being gone. Yes. I don't want yeah. him to ever come no, back. We yeah. don't. But that's where we left him, yeah. right? No resolution. Speaking of which, let's let's then go back to because we cut back to so Miranda kicks this guy in the face accidentally, sort yeah. of at kickboxing class. And they're like, let's go on a date. Cut to Carrie hanging out with her friend Mike, which kind of informs this whole Skipper thing we were just talking about. Which is, I'm realizing that Carrie is very physically intimate with her guy with her friends. straight male friends. Yeah. But because this is only this is this. This is a, I think this is a first season thing. It is. Yes, it totally is. Because we is. don't see this later. No. I was surprised. She's not even this physically mm-hmm. intimate with Stanford, who is yeah. her, quote, gay husband. I'm going to make this um, assumption, which is, it's the first season. HBO wants to make sure That's guys right. are watching the That's show. That's right. So they're like, let's put some guys That's in here. What get a is. male's point of view. Get a straight male's point of view. Yep. And I'm so glad that they get rid of that Me shit. Because it is not it's, it's not realistic. I don't yeah. think. It's nope. it's strange. I also think it's strange that he's one of the... F- and I, we're jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead again. <laughs> okay. But 
one of the few that shows up to their little party on the side of the street to watch the bus yeah. go by. Yeah. I'm like, really? Really? Of he's all that guys? good of a friend? He's got lasting power because we'll definitely see him again after like, this episode. What? But yeah. like, they don't like, cuddle up on, I don't care, cuddle so, up on that bed and bed bath and be Yeah. <laughs> Only way, in movies hold on, and The TV way we shows. know about Mike, Carrie's best friend, is that is Carrie because, and Big, yeah. yeah, Carrie and Big have just fucked and they go. Big takes her out to they Szechuan end up on the Palace floor. or some shit. They end up on the floor, they which lets you floor. know it oh, was good. Big's Ooh. arm's uncomfortable. Well, you should move, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get upset, Carrie. Just move. Stop being a bitch. People's arms fall asleep. Sorry, it happens all the time. It happens literally every day. So they fuck first yeah. and then go on a date, which Dan Savage of the Savage Love Cast tells us is exactly. Oh, what especially you on Valentine's do. Day, he says yeah. fuck first, fuck first. And Daniel, I know. Uh, you know. You, Daniel just, I didn't tell you this, Alec. I'm going to tell you on air. Daniel tells me he has, like, can I? Yeah, He sure. has a friend who gives him, like, he, he feels like he gives him kind of terrible advice. Mm-hmm. And this friend also touts the wonders of Dan Savage. So Daniel's yeah. like, if he likes Dan Savage, Dan Savage is probably an idiot. But Alec and I are huge. We are, well, I don't we think worship... Dan Savage is an, I don't think Dan Savage we, is an idiot. Yeah. I just don't think. You just don't. From, based no. on my experience with this particular sure. friend, yeah. I feel like. He's not being a good spokesperson. I feel like you're like, then I don't want to like, hear what Dan Savage. No. This is know. a poor translation That's situation right. probably. I'm it's a telephone problem. I'm sure He's that's not... correct, but my, yeah. my DNA yeah. goes. But da- <laughs> one of Dan Savage's one of Dan Savage's big things is, and I'm sure we'll hear him say this in February again, is um have sex on the first date. He, no, he no, says no, no, no. on like especially on Valentine's Day, but other days. But he's talking specifically about Valentine's Day. He says fuck first, don't go out and have that gigantic. Meaning like don't you, have when a you go out with your significant dinner. other. Oh, and then try like, and have sex right because you're both you're gonna be tired and, and drunk and, and like oh, oh, you just want to lay there. Oh, it's okay. like have sex first, then go and have a great dinner where you're not concerned about. Right. There's not I, a I, thought you, I thought you guys were saying that you you have a date for Valentine's no, Day. It's like you just met. Terrible have sex first. advice. <laughs> terrible. Like you just met. I totally support that. With <laughs> yes, we've, yeah. that's we what know, your we've friend had sex said. Before. I hate your friend. No, no, we've had sex before. Um, and he just says, you're going to go out and eat this like seven course dinner. Then, then have your, have your sex on your empty tummies and like do, do get in all those positions you can get in and then go eat until you can't move anymore. Can I, I just, can I share a quick personal please. story that's, that's scandalous? Yes. Please. That yes. makes me think of, um, my prom, not, well, it wasn't my prom, but my date, I went to, I didn't go to high school with that person, but mm-hmm. I went to yeah. prom with him. Got it. We had sex before prom. Perfect. Yep. That's See? how you do it. And then you have fun. And then fun we got ready prom? together and then we went to prom and had to. Then you there have prom and you're not worried about it. You're not thinking no. about it. It's yep. not There's like no, this that, that elephant in up. the room. It's like, it's already taken care mm-hmm. of. Now yeah. go have some fun. I totally get but that. But Carrie makes a terrible decision and has sex with a guy on the first date. Yeah. And then she says that thing where she, the voiceover, she's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be the first one to speak. Immediately speaks. Of course. Yeah. Because that's Carrie. She's Katie girl. I will not be the first one to speak. And if he never calls me again, I'll always think of him fondly as an asshole. Mm-hmm. So, but then they, he takes her out to dinner at this mm-hmm. Chinese restaurant and Carrie sees her friend Mike and Carrie marches her teeny little, her teeny stems over to Mike's table where Mike is sitting with Libby. With Maya and Bialik. With my <laughs> Sorry, Libby Bialik. Libby Bialik. We hear her, to- her full name. Yeah. By the way, she's connoisseur Libby. By the way, I looked up. Li- I looked up Mike. Uh, Mike's date Libby. Um, in real life, her name is Heather Barclay, and yeah. her description on. Don't look at my notes. Sorry. Her description on MDB is Heather Barclay is an actress known for Sex in the City, 
And she, that is her only credit. I've Listen. seen her in something else. You I actually, have? Oh, I want I to actually, say it was Saved by the Bell. I'm what? gonna I'm yeah. going to volunteer what is probably an unpopular opinion and say that I think Mike's date Libby Bialik. I think Heather Barclay does a good job. I, I think, think she's, she's really funny. I think she's really funny too. And you know what? At the end of the day, if my IMDb page said Dana Montgomery known for Sex and the City, and that's it. I think I'd be fine. Yeah. I Uh think that's really okay. Am I known best for Sex and City? No. No. So she has that on top of me. That's right. And he was uh, on top intended. of her. <laughs> I, I thought she was fun when she was she, when they do show the flashback of her like yes, the cheese. Showing it made me want cheese. This one's from it's a triple. I think cream I might get France. cheese later. Just cheese. Care to try some made sheep's milk cheese from the Tyrolean Alps? It's made by monks, Trappist monks. Fresh goat cheese from the Napa Valley. L'explorateur. It's a triple cream from France. Yeah, just cheese. I'm just going to eat cheese. I'm just going to suck it off my fingers like Mike does. But Carrie walks over to their table in her neck, nothing dress. And she's mm-hmm. like, she comments how do you like my dress? Yeah. Not too naked. naked. And I'm like, I wanted to say out loud, yes, yes, too naked. But, but the I, dress but, is so but, tiny. And Libby kind of just giggles and sits there and isn't threatened by her. No, no. she's not. Libby is amazing. She's not yeah. threatened at all. She's a white Oprah. I love Libby. Yeah. <laughs> I love Libby. Um, Alex Dog's name I know, is I was going to say, not to, confuse, not to be confused with Alex Dog Libby, who Sweet is also Libby. Shout out so to Libby. Great. You can follow Libby at, at Libby69. Arf, on arf! Ew, um, Jesus. Um, okay. Libby the so, bubblegum. So then Carrie's going out. Ew. That, that I'm shiny, sorry. That shining Libby. pink star fruit. <laughs> Alex Dog Libby has the pinkest butthole I've ever yeah, seen. It's very pink. <laughs> That's all. It's never changed. It's untarnished. It is completely untarnished. I've seen her elderly butthole and it's still that <laughs> pink. It's so pink. It's, it's cartoonish pink. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's it is bubble bu- gum. It's bubble yum pink. Um, it's Bazooka Joe butt. It's it's that it's that Charleston chew butt. So, <laughs> Speaking of assholes, Mike totally does not introduce his date, Carrie. No. It does not happen. And Carrie, you know, awkwardly kind of stands there and just does her thing and then walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And so the payoff for that is that Mike at Bed Bath & Beyond, while they lie on the bed for 20 minutes, like you do at Bed Bath & Beyond. She's helping him pick out sheets. That's what's happening. And they lie on a bed at Bed Bath & Beyond for God knows how long. And I'm like, get up! Yeah. You're adult people in your 30s. <laughs> so he tells her he's ashamed to introduce her. She's a little below his league, but they have great sex, and that's why he kind of keeps her around. Which, again, speaking to talking about this show 10 years later or whatever, I think that's still relevant. I know people who have sex with people and they don't really talk about that person because it's not a person that they necessarily think is their equal. Mm-hmm. But, you know. How do you know they're having that sex and not talking about it if they're not talking well, about they it? Well, they tell me. Oh. I mean, you know, it just depends on the but level of But it's not, for them, it's not a it's, wide. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Daniel. It's, I have a friend, quote <laughs> um, Wink, wink. Um, no, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I mean, I think that's still relevant. I think, I, think I mean, maybe too. that's why, maybe that's why this storyline holds up because I think it's universal. Like twenty years ago, twenty years from now, absolutely. There, there is that for men and women both, but especially men. I think 
that there is that just physical need to want to connect with somebody, to want to have sex with somebody. And sometimes, if it's not the ideal person, you'll just take whoever sure. is around. We want comfort. We're human. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I totally, I, I, I relate in a way to Mike's situation. Um, and, and I think that this episode has a really great resolution to that storyline, which is that, you know what? He actually did have something good and he thought he was too good for her and she ends up leaving him. And I like that. That hurts me. And I, I mean, I love it. I'm with you. I yeah. like it a lot. But like the fact that he shows up to Carrie and Carrie's like, what, what about Libby? I thought you were bringing Libby. And he's like, she said she found someone who was more emotionally available and I'm like, oh, how sad. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, he was kind of using her in a way. So, like, he probably deserved it. But I feel yeah. like because they both were kind of doing the same thing for each other. And then she just couldn't take I'm it I'm team anymore. Libby. Have I love Libby. Have you guys ever hooked up, not necessarily had sex with, but made out or hooked up with somebody who you were, like, later, like, mm, that was not Absolutely. Even at the time, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, what am um, I doing? not really not really oh what am i doing more like this isn't this is i know that this is not my type of person and i know that there's i'm not gonna have a future with this right and i told people about it and you both know i'm sure about this person and i'll tell you off air if um if you if you don't remember i won't tell you now but um Okay. But yes. Fine. The short but answer so is yes. yes. We've all done it. Yeah. And it's a universal theme. Yeah. And it's something that we can relate to. We can relate to Mike. But the nice thing about this episode, and this is very, to me, classic sex in the city in a great way, is that this seems like a B storyline. Like, okay, like Mike is not going to show Libby off to anybody. It's secret sex. But then Big runs into, you know, an acquaintance of Phil his on the street. Or something? Yeah, with that Carrie. That he skied in Aspen with. And right. he doesn't does not introduce, introduce Carrie to yeah. them. And Carrie just stands there and, and nobody stares, acknowledges that she's there. And nobody acknowledges Phil's date's giant headband. No, no they don't. You never talk about no that. One no one talks about that again. They don't yeah. even At talk all. about it later. Nope. Yeah. I don't understand. And so Carrie is there wondering, <laughs> am I the secret sex? And And then suddenly it all falls into place like a great fucking episode of Sex and the City. It all comes together. And Carrie becomes becomes that shake my head Carrie that goes, Carrie, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like no more wire hangers boiling. That's right. This is the first time we see Carrie. And we do it. There are so many other times in throughout the series. And in fact, the movies as well, where where we there are moments where we're looking at her going, "What are you doing?" And that this is the first. I think yeah, I, this is the first time that it's that classic carry of, mm-hmm. oh no, Carrie, Carrie. stop being yeah. a Katie girl. Um, before we wrap up Carrie's yeah, arc with this, sure. yes. let's talk about Miranda's date with Ted, who I think is oh, really cute. Yeah. I think Ted's Ted a cutie pie. Great. He's a totally nice guy. They hit it off, and um, so yeah, and so they. Ted's the guy, by the way, just for review that. Miranda kicked in the face in kickboxing class. Mm-hmm. So they end up like 
having sex. Having sex. Mm-hmm. Going on a date, having sex. Mm-hmm. Miranda spends the night at his place. He leaves going in the well. morning. He's he got to take a flight. You know, as people always do. I've always got to leave on a they flight. They always have to take a flight, and the girl always just stays and makes that herself at home. a lot in this show. Yeah, right? Yeah. It happened last episode. It did. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't leave money for Miranda. Like, no. Like last no, episode, he does the not. guy no. carry. No. Gilles or whatever left Gilles. to carry. Yeah. Mm. But um, Miranda decides, I thought this was like a little... No. A little over the more, over Less the line. than a little. No, more than a little. A little shocking. Absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. Miranda starts going through his drawers and looking at all of his pictures. This is where you Maybe. should lose sympathy for Miranda. This is something absolutely. I, may ha- I, I maybe would have done like in high school or something or maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but but, but I, she's I, a she's a woman. A grown Stop woman going, ransacking, ransacking his, going through and, his drawers and, and his looking clothes. for trouble. Looking Which is funny because this is something Carrie does later and sees consequences for it big time, mm-hmm. like in a in a later episode. Yep. If you remember, yeah, she goes, he comes back and line. sees her going yeah. through his stuff. Do you yes. remember? Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. she's like, he's too perfect. There's got to be right. something. But wrong I would have expected. I'm sorry, Carrie. Miranda. I expected more from you. I expected yeah. more from you too. Yeah. Come on, really? So she finds a big box VHS. Huge. Yeah. Like, giant. I'm sorry, is that box, wait, is that videotape way too big to fit in a VCR? It, yeah, that is not no, a VHS. No, no. That's like a Betamax. But they had, That's yeah, like, they had like big box, like VHS. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't think know I'm the kidding, verbiage. but it's big. It's giant. More box for more booty, <laughs> That's is what right. I understand. So she finds, a, like, the rest of his apartment is completely innocuous. And then in, like, an underwear drawer, she finds... A, a big box porno of a of guy of guys getting spanked. Spanked. spanked, spanked, and she, she takes it, steals it. <laughs> she takes it home with her. Why would I you wrote, take it home with you? That is. I wrote slapping porn, big box porn. She stole it from this guy. Who does she think she is? Yeah, she, she steals, steals it and then the she shows porn. it to Carrie. Yeah, because she thinks it's weird. And and the porn we get that gritty like. Real sex, sex that we've talked about in earlier episodes yeah, of this yeah. podcast, where the girl's like slapping the guy, it's and she's like, 70s, like "Oh, kind of. I'm I'm mommy, and I I I, I clean this house like all day for porn. you." It's, yeah, it's looks like, like they definitely took a clip porn. from a real porn, and it's yeah. really weird. Um, but I love care. I love Carrie sitting there, not an ounce of judgment, yep. not an ounce, like just casually just sitting there watching mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I just love that yeah. moment of Miranda and Carrie just. Uh huh. This is what we're watching. It's this like is fine. it's like later when they watch Jocks and Cox four, yeah. <laughs> and Carrie's like totally unfazed. Everyone's like, "Well, actually, they're all kind of laughing, which they bothers all, me." We'll talk about laughing. that way later. Yes. We okay. Will. Well, that bugs well, me. I, I want to ask a question, um, which is: Should you ba- should you judge a person based on the pornography? that they watch. Now, of course, I'm going to leave out like child pornography or anything illegal, anything with violence. Let's or just animals. talk about or animals. Let's just talk <laughs> about, you know, regular porn, fetish porn. Should you judge a person? The only by correct the answer that is no. Yeah. That's no. the only correct answer. No. And what bothers me is and what what I okay, I hate that Miranda goes through his shit. I'm glad she doesn't have a problem with it. But it was, number one, inappropriate for her to steal his porn. But then she says to him later, like, something, they go on another date and they've had a great meal. And obviously they get along really well. And he's smiling and he's adorable. And then she's like, and here I thought that all you really wanted was a good spanking. Excuse me? You heard me. Oh. 
Ted didn't take Miranda home that night. He never took her calls or returned her messages. And she never saw him at the gym again. And he says, what? what? And she's like, you know what I'm talking about. And then he realizes, oh, she went through my stuff? And stole it because, by the way, that was like a giant VHS in his underwear drawer. Yeah. Surely he knows it went missing. Right. Disappeared somehow. Like, I find this so frustrating. And, like, what I wanted was the scene where he's like, you what? Yeah. yeah. You took... You took something from my. You took something sexual from my apartment. And then he says, "I don't shame. even know you." Shame, on right? That's what but he. They just she should that fall down in the street, quick. and he yeah. should like throw holy water on her, and yeah. like you know, like the power of Christ. I never thought you, I'd bitch. be the person to say it's okay to hit a woman. But Seriously, dot, dot, I just dot, wanted it to get to. <laughs> I wanted to get to a Miranda point where she's like a little neurotic about it and doesn't want to yeah. spank him, and then says, "I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that." I'm so angry uh, at her. I want to spank. Took it, took us, took us lingus. So wait, so Carrie calls. So when she, when Carrie has this revelation, like I think I'm the secret sex. Right. She calls up her buddy Mike, who she went to and rolled around the beds at Bed Bath Beyond yeah. with, and she's like, "So we're seeing the the cameras cutting back and forth between her scene and his scene, and she's like, why did you take Libby to this Szechuan Palace or whatever?'" And he's like, "Well, I don't know. It's pretty obscure. I don't think I'd run into anybody there." And, and she's she's like, and she jumps on and says, "So you're saying that it's the kind of place that you would take a." A yeah. date if you didn't want anybody to know about that. And he's like, yeah, right. I guess it would be the perfect place. And she's like, I knew it. Yeah. Um. And what I'm wondering is, was the was the DP, uh, or was the director of this episode? Did he direct Cloverfield? Because the scene <laughs> in the kitchen with Mike on the phone with Carrie, the camera is it's it's. Epileptic. It's, it, yeah. Is it found footage? It's found footage. <laughs> it's total handheld, like, nonsense. Come well, on. He's microwaving it, that paper towel or whatever. Uh, he's again, he's again, just nuking some Zod. Again with the business. Pe- people are given absolutely ridiculous business. They're living their life. Yeah. They're, just, they're, they're just, everyone's busy all the time. We just caught them existing. Yes. I guess okay, we did. Just we just happen to be there. We're not supposed to see I what's going on. I want to bring up one stray observation which is in, and this is a total throwaway line, but I do want to talk about it. Samantha and Carrie are talking about God knows what, just sex. And Samantha admits that she had sex with a high schooler. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else yes. catch that moment? Yes. Yeah, so Carrie and Samantha are in Carrie's apartment, and Carrie's asking Samantha, is there anybody you've ever had sex with that you didn't want to tell anybody about? And, and Samantha's wh- naming all this stuff, and of course Carrie's heard all about them because Samantha's yeah. never embarrassed. Yeah. And some guy turned out to be in high school. Hello, Mary Kay Letourneau. Oh, God. That's all. We can move on. I just no, wanted no, no. To it's make ridiculous. Sure to say no, but I'm glad you said that because that <laughs> absurd. But in that scene, Sh- Samantha turns to Carrie and goes, "Did Charlotte ever tell you about the rabbi?" Okay. Oh. By the way, wait. Char- so Charlotte told Samantha something sexual that she didn't tell Carrie. Who? Yeah. Who I is find Charlotte? That weird. Yeah. I find this that episode. Hard I was like, to wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah. Who, who, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because Charlotte has this, I, I don't even want to say C plot. It's like an F plot. Yeah, I love it. It's a snippet. I, 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 I love don't, it. I don't mind it either. Yeah. But it's just so small. It's ridiculous. It's teeny. It is, it's well, barely, it's not it's as small shoving. as Samantha's, which yeah. is nothing. Which is all that oh, happens for Samantha's. We find out yeah. she slept with somebody in high school, which that's is kind of. Not. She slept with someone while she was in high school. She slept with a high schooler while she was 40. Yeah. Or, you know, 37. But so, so um, 
Samantha mentions to Carrie, oh, has Charlotte ever mentioned this to you? So Carrie says no. So Carrie runs out in her sweatpants and has to go. <laughs> they to... go to visit Charlotte at the at her gallery. And asks yes. Charlotte about this, and Charlotte admits that she's had sex with this rabbi artist. Which we see in Vignette. Shmuel. Shmuel. His name is Shmuel. So we... See, and he's not a rabbi. He's just a... He's a, he's Hasidic, a Hasidic Jew. Hasidic Jew with those curls, those curls. He's it's, a Hasidic folk artist, guys. Get it right. So right, Charlotte right. has sex with this Hasidic Jew, like some sort of Hasidic Jew king of queens, and she's Leah Remini or something. Because this guy's like big, and she's yeah. teeny. She, I kind she, of love it. She just can't help but flirting Ugly with sex those is artists, hot. right? And Jews. Yeah. Right? As we'll later and Jews. find out. I love how Harry. she's like, we talked about the Torah, and I'm like, won't be the last. Last time you talk yeah, about the Torah, yeah. Charlotte. It's just the beginning. You're going to get your first taste. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're going to get that naked baptism later. Daddy's little Episcopalian princess in the arms of one of God's chosen people. So when we talk about art and sex and the Torah, well, why didn't you introduce him to anybody? I was embarrassed. I mean, I couldn't really date him, and he couldn't date me. I mean... What would people think? Well, if the sex is good, who cares what anybody thinks? And it was so, just like so quick. It was so so out of character for Charlotte. It was, but that's okay. I mean, any character can do whatever they want. But you know what? You know what they do with Charlotte, <laughs> which I've noticed with the painting of her vagina and what we'll see in the future, is that they love taking Charlotte outside of her comfort zone. And it's right. really fun. We love watching it. We too. love. We do. It's true. The best thing about having a conservative character is putting them in a situation in which they are a fish out of water. That's that is not a reference to her vagina. I wouldn't. I <gasps> Alec wouldn't. Wells. Okay. Oh, there's something I want to mention. They go to the bus stop mm-hmm. to see Carrie's, the, from the photo shoot at the beginning of the episode, to see Carrie's um, picture on the side of the bus. And so it's Carrie and Samantha and Charlotte. And, and Carrie's best friend, Mike. Wait, yes. Miranda oh isn't there? They can't be separate. Miranda can't make it. She's Miranda at work. She's busy. She's busy. <laughs> um, so they all have, they know, have a bottle of champagne. And, 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 um, Charlotte and Samantha are like, Big's not here. Right. And yeah. I'm like, chill out, you guys. Calm he down. has a job. He has a life. <laughs> this isn't this isn't denial where he's gonna come you just meet can't her friends. Make it. Sometimes yeah. you can't make it. Yeah. yeah. We That's can't not go that. to every single thing you want to do, so, Carrie. So yeah. stop pressuring her. Stop it. Yeah. You're feeding her crazy. You're having Carrie. champagne at eleven in but the morning. But you know what? They mm-hmm. are actually feeding her crazy, which leads to how the episode is resolved. So it's true. I'm gonna let it slide. So so and I do want to talk about the fact that when her bus finally shows up, Mike finally shows up, thank God, because we know that this very big moment in Carrie life wouldn't be complete without Mike. Mike. No, no, Mike couldn't miss it. No, no. God, no. So then, not her even bus, a breakup with Libby could stop. Her, <laughs> her bus. Okay, her bus shows up. Yeah, and first and it's not first a Bed Bath and Beyond. First it's a bed, which, yeah. in case you guys didn't know, this episode was sponsored by sponsored Bed, by bed, bed Bath, Bath and Beyond. Clearly, bed, Bath and Beyond, ten years later, still relevant. It's That's true. Right. That's we right. were just there last week. Yeah, literally. Um. So so her picture finally shows up, and there's a dick mm-hmm. spray painted. Dear, near her face, dick. and here's what it is dripping. It's got he's it's got that Not just the spray paint that, that they use. That is dripping. yogurt dripping. Yeah. Sick. So, but now but I listen, know I'm going to be sick. Hold on, hold on. So here's what bother, has always bothered me about this episode, about this moment okay. is Carrie is mortified. Yeah. Like, and they're like comforting her, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Nobody looks at buses anyway. Okay. I'm 
sorry, but if I were on the side of a bus and someone drew a dick pic on it, I would laugh and take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay, granted, we're in 2014, but the bottom line is also like, I'm sorry, but you have to know that if any part of you is in the public eye, I've seen, I have seen dick pics and mustaches and all kinds of shit drawn on and spray painted onto movie posters all over Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, yes. but I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of like, if you're out there, Believe me, she's, she's out, out there. there. If you're out there, you you have to expect that kind of stuff. Right. Like, calm down. Right, but I understand because it is the first time they're seeing. I don't know. understand. It's the first time I mean, they're I seeing do. this this advertisement, you know. And yeah. Carrie's so con- was so self conscious about. You know, she wore the slutty dress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not She's slutty, practically but naked. provocative yeah. dress, Provocative, right? sure. And so... Thank you for that. It just sort of furthers that idea that... That she's a slut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like literally shoving it in her face. It's literally. True. Shoving it yeah. right in her... And of dri- course... Shoving it dripping into her face. And of... You know, I, I understand that you wouldn't be that upset about it. I, I probably wouldn't. I would probably laugh too. Probably. Yeah. But Hopefully. of course Carrie wouldn't. No, no, you're right. Of course It she is wouldn't. true to her character. Is it strange that she puts the poster up in her apartment? It, it no. is. No. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at a cover of LA Weekly that I am on that yeah. is framed and hanging in Yeah, front that of us. is framed and yeah. hanging. But it's also right not in our bedroom. five feet long. If I mean, it were five a, feet long, it up. I would be hanging it in our bedroom. Well, no, so, so, if Samantha, I were on the side of a bus, I yeah, don't know. I thought it was weird that Samantha just tacks it up it is weird up. it is weird that it's curly and they tack it up it like slightly frame off. it yeah. it's slightly it's not they did not use a level no they and there's no continuity either because but like part, the bottom left corner is curled up in one shot and then the next shot it's yeah. all tacked down but I'm like at the mm. end of the day that's fine we know it doesn't stay there yeah. no it sure no, doesn't it does not, not. No, not in one other episode so Carrie she gets Shwasted. Black, bla- just she gets drunk. So drunk. And, and she la- confronts la- 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 big. Now, I have something to say about this. Okay, thing. please. Okay. Um, I took a gender studies class in college. Mm-hmm. I, I wish every sentence you said to me started with, I took a gender studies class in college. Most of them will start. Like, oh, yeah, from that's now how on. you introduced yourself it. to me. Yes, it's true. I love it. Hi, I'm Daniel. Alec I took I, a Alec gender and I studies. I met when we were 18, and I told him, I took a gender studies class in college. Yeah, sure. And um, the teacher of this particular class had a big problem with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh god. And in it, I mean that class it was your typical we it was she was an angry woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The teacher sure. was an mm-hmm. she was an angry yeah. woman. Yeah. And I learned a lot in that class and speaking of that Britney Spears outfit I wrote my final paper. On mm. Do you still Spears. have it? Can I read it? I don't still have it. I wish I did. I got I a wish B we were because my friends. margins were off. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yes. No. I'm not. Um, wow. Let's email she was that an professor. Angry her email woman. is. Anyway, I don't even remember her name. Okay. But <laughs> angry, watched... a, it's angrybridgetroll at gmail.com. I'm sorry, angry feminist. It's angry lesbian. I'm an let's angry feminist, honest. but I would not give you a B for margins being off. Well, honestly, they were off. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Right she was now. like, it has to be 20 pages. You made it four spaces. Well, my paper wasn't long enough, so I pushed it in a little bit. The margins were off. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Um, she did. Um, so we watched a lot of Sex and the City in that class. Okay. And one of the first, first clips that we watched was this scene Mm. that we, yes, it was. And she, we were watching this scene in order to show, I mean, I think this woman had some issues, you guys. Okay. But 
And she never said Carrie Bradshaw, which bothered me. She always would always say Sarah Jessica Parker in the scene or what? Sarah Jessica Parker. No, she would, no, no. she couldn't distinguish between Carrie Bradshaw <gasps> and Sarah Jessica Parker. She was this is this. So we watched a scene. Yeah. And she was like to preface, this is the scene that shows what is wrong with Sarah Jessica Parker. Like Sarah Je- Jessica Parker's what? what is wrong with women in television and what? movies today? Oh. Please because tell she's us why. because I can't remember exactly why, but we were watching it to show that women are portrayed as needy, mm-hmm. as crazy, uh-huh. as um, insecure, and as needing a man's affection. Very late that night, fueled by a massive quantity of champagne, I decided to say goodbye to Mr. Big. I just came here to tell you that if you're embarrassed or ashamed to be involved with me in any way, that we can no longer see each other. The truth is, I blame myself. I wore the naked dress on our first date. I slept with him too fast. And now I'm on a Fifth Avenue bus with a penis on my head. What are you talking about? You won't introduce me to your friends. You bring me back to that restaurant where men take women they don't want to be seen with. You won't come out and meet my friends. You know, you have me in a, in a niche. Certain events, certain restaurants, certain people. Like, like I'm only a particular fragment of the kind of person you think that you should be dating. But I've only gotten to know a particular fragment, although I'm beginning to know more. No, this is not me. This is me reacting to your perception of me. Oh, okay. Well, I think Feng Wa's is the best Chinese food in the city, so that's why we went there. And, uh, oh, the, the uh, guy we met in the street, I couldn't remember his name, which possibly means I have Alzheimer's, so that's what that was about. And this afternoon, I had courtside tickets to the Knicks. And that's all, folks. And okay. so we were we watched a lot of clips throughout the entire semester. Mm-hmm. This is the first clip that we watched that said Carrie's um, para- paranoid. She's drunk. She need she needs a man. She needs to have the security of a man. She she can't be alone. And just be confident by herself. Got mm-hmm. it. You know. And so she wa- we watched this scene and she said, "I just can't stand Sarah Jessica Parker because I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker is so self aware and she's so over the top and she overreacts to him." And I was like. This is a character. Her name is Carrie Bradshaw. It's not That's Sarah right. Jessica Parker. That's yeah. right. But whenever when I when I watch this scene, I think of that. Well, and a lot of women overreact. I've been that woman who like who overreacts to truly there's a man saying to me exactly what he's feeling and mm-hmm. I'm reading into it in a really mm-hmm. unfair way. And by the way, like later there there is Oh gosh, it's Carrie's 35 fifth birthday when she's at the, at the at the coffee shop everybody didn't show up to El Can, Il Cantonori or wherever they're going which is and a real she, restaurant that's right oh hey really? and then um and then they go to the coffee shop and Carrie says I feel bad for saying this but I I'm very I'm sad that I don't have a man in my life who cares about me mm-hmm. and she prefaces it with I feel bad saying this yeah. because yeah. she knows like she, it's, it's, we talked about in like episode one of this podcast, like mm-hmm. these are, these are post-feminist, post-modern, like these are women who are supposed to 
have transcended this, who are supposed to have risen above needing a man, um, feeling, feeling, not wanting to, not wanting to react in a, in a crazy way to the things a man says, but doing it anyway. And like, uh, I, I think it's accurate here's portraying what I, here's her what I think about it that way is I think that the way that she did that scene the way that scene was written was entirely accurate but what I all but I think it's universal I think it's universal to men and women I think your professor think... got it wrong because yeah. I have felt that way I was on a phone with a girl I was dating and she was like I'm in the car right now, and then I heard like a dog in the background, and I was like, "Is that a dog in the background?" I thought you said you were in the car, but I heard <laughs> dog barking right now. Yeah. So I know that feeling of yeah. of paranoia, of thinking that person's not being honest with you. That is universal. That's why I think this show is not just a show for women; it's a show for everybody. If you can get past the idea that men she are is plenty a woman, jealous and overthinking, then you totally. can still relate to Carrie and and the feelings that she's going through. Right. I think, yeah. and I think that's accurate. And what I love is that big genuinely has the reasons that i truly believe oh, that yeah. like he shuts it all down and is still into carrie mm-hmm. it's amazing and by the great. and yeah. it is great he's perfect in this scene and he doesn't let it freak him out i, I love that he finishes her class he yeah. does he <laughs> finishes her vodka. Swig of vodka and i just want and she to pours herself <laughs> i just i just want to reiterate and i know i, I will i will prop this will probably become a, a really broken record but i just want to reiterate that that everything we're talking about right now is is sadly heteronormative so we're always going to be talking about relationships between straight men and straight women which is unfortunate i wish there i want to show that i mean like listen i haven't watched queer eye all the way through or the l word so maybe those shows you really mean, do you mean queer as folk i mean queer queer, <laughs> queer eye for the straight no, guys queer eye i've definitely Great. watched i, all I the have way watched through. all of them i do <laughs> i do mean queer as folk. i love the culture guy <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i so uh, but but i think you're right alec i mean what do i know I i'm think, not a gay i'm not a gay that, man or a gay I woman am, and but i think that translate i think it totally translates it's universal it's, it's universal, universal. i think you're what right. you're saying yeah. alec is it is it is universal it's, it's universal to all it doesn't matter if it's carrie it doesn't matter if it's sarah jessica parker i'm sure sarah jessica parker has been through this. i would I'm say sure. that the, i would say that the person who is instigating the wrong point of view is your professor for saying that those are only things that we put upon women she's furthering that stereotype because she is making that claim but my claim would be no you're wrong it's universal and I, it's okay that she feels that way and if you didn't allow her to feel that way then it's not being truthful and then that is equally as stereotypical and you're you're being too sensitive and that's not the way to fix the problem the, to, the way to fix the problem is just to be truthful mm-hmm. truthful to all sides of it that's right um, Agreed. And so I love the way that episode ends. Me too. I really do. Um, so ten years later, I'll say this too in terms of what's still relevant now that was in that episode. It's still okay to draw penises on pictures. <laughs> People do it all the time. Yeah. I just I did it. I want to be ninety and still see penises on people's faces. I was hoping you were gonna say I want to be ninety and spray painting penises on the side of buses. Oh well, I'll definitely be doing that. There's uh, no without question. a doubt. Yeah. 
thank you guys so much if you're if you're listening to this um i hope you're having fun because clearly we, we are, are. <laughs> and this is only episode six there are i'll keep repeating there 80. are 90 there are 94 episodes of the show and two movies mm-hmm. so there will be at least 96 episodes I, my goal is honestly to round it out to 100 of this We'd podcast we're gonna figure out to. how yeah if that means doing commentary tracks for our favorite episodes we've considered that we're gonna yeah, see what happens fine. yeah but um join we us will be here join yeah. us again right here join us again for the next episode of of the podcast and until next time carry, carry on, on.